The Census Bureau has begun what it calls a soft launch of its non-response follow-up in response to the coronavirus pandemic. Translation, a full complement of enumerators will go door-to-door nationwide on August 11th. But more than 10,000 enumerators have already started knocking on doors in certain cities, including New Orleans and Oklahoma City. More will take to the sidewalks later this month. Wind-up of the national count, though, that's still a long way off. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The decennial census, the country's largest peacetime mobilization, has gone through more than a few challenges during the coronavirus pandemic. The Census Bureau postponed field operations and suspended hiring several times. And those delays led the Trump administration to ask Congress to postpone deadlines to submit apportionment and redistricting data. Al Fontenot is the Bureau's Associate Director for Decennial Programs. He told reporters in a call last week how the Bureau has balanced the pandemic with the need to complete the 2020 count. As we were moving along with the census, the COVID-19 outbreak suddenly threw a curveball at us. We had to adjust our operations in order to protect the health and safety of the American public and Census Bureau employees. But we had to figure out how do we do that by implementing the guidance from federal, state, and local authorities regarding COVID-19 and by assuring At the end of the process, we will get a complete and accurate count of all communities. So we've been monitoring the changing conditions at state and local levels on an ongoing basis. Despite these setbacks, the Bureau has begun a soft launch of its non-response follow-up. A phased approach will allow numerators to knock on doors in cities and in states where cases of COVID-19 have trended downward. The Bureau began its soft launch of non-response follow-up last week, sending 10,000 enumerators out to areas that include New Orleans, Oklahoma City, and Kansas City, Missouri. A second wave of enumerators will begin knocking on doors July 23rd and working out of area census offices in Crystal City, Virginia, Hartford, Connecticut, State College, Pennsylvania, Evansville, Indiana, Wichita, Kansas, and Tacoma, Washington. A third wave of enumerators from 40 area census offices will begin knocking on doors July 30th. Enumerators will interview the less than 40% of households in the U.S. that did not yet complete a 2020 census questionnaire. At this time, nearly 62% of households have filled out the 2020 census. That exceeded the Bureau's goal of 60.5%, and about 80% of responses were completed online. While Internet self-response is a new feature for the 2020 count, Fontenot said the Internet self-response platform hasn't had any trouble with the volume of people using it. So far, over 73 million housing units have chosen to respond using our Internet instrument, which has not had a single minute of downtime since we first invited people to respond online on March 12, 2020. We knew, though, that some people would not want to respond online, so we designed the census to allow people to respond any way they wanted, online, on a paper form, or over the phone. During performance and scalability testing last year, the Bureau built the platform to withstand a level of concurrent users well beyond what the Bureau expected. The pandemic hasn't limited the Bureau's ability to recruit temporary workers, but about a third of applicants are old enough to be considered high risk for COVID-19 by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. However, Associate Director for Field Operations Tim Olson said the Bureau hasn't seen any major decline in hiring. We are very aware that with the coronavirus pandemic, Some applicants may no longer be interested, and there may be locations where this is more pronounced. And we are actively monitoring all hiring efforts to ensure we have enough people hired and working in their communities to complete the job on time. I will add that we have not seen any substantial decline or declination from people that we are hiring due to the virus, and we're optimistic that that will continue going forward. 
But this is one reason that we overhire, to make sure that we have enough employees in every area to complete the census on time. The Bureau no longer actively recruits for more applicants, but Olson said it has 3 million applicants available for consideration and receives about 1,500 new applications every day on its online job portal. The Bureau has offered jobs to more than 900,000 applicants, but based on prior censuses, many of those applicants will drop out as they go through the vetting and hiring process. Olson said a majority of applicants have gone through fingerprinting, while 500,000 have completed their background checks. If we were to hire them today, they would be ready to onboard as an employee. So the primary activity happening as we speak in our area census offices is getting everyone who has accepted a job offer to follow through and complete the fingerprint process, training for the August 11th beginning of non-response in the field. That training for enumerators begins July 31st. And so we have more than three weeks to complete the process for those still in the hiring pipeline. And based on the numbers I just shared, we are in an incredibly good place to be fully staffed and conduct non-response follow-up as planned. Given pandemic conditions, Olson said enumerators will follow social distancing practices when knocking on doors. They would knock, they would ring a doorbell, and then they would maintain the minimum six-foot social distancing in the interaction with the person. We have modified our instructions to field staff in light of the coronavirus, where in the past we have never explicitly told them they could not enter into somebody's domicile to conduct an interview at the request of the householder. Now we are effectively prohibiting any entryway into somebody's domicile. They must conduct the interview on the outside of somebody's locale. The Bureau has also stocked up on personal protective equipment kits for enumerators, having purchased more than 2 million masks, 14 million gloves, and a million disinfecting wipes, as well as 48,000 gallons of hand sanitizer. Under normal conditions, the Bureau allows 12 weeks to complete non-response follow-up across the country. But under the pandemic, Olson said enumerators will complete that work in six to seven weeks. That gives us some flexibility, actually incredible amount of flexibility, that if there are areas, geographies, where we cannot begin as our plan is August 11th, we could then open them up a little bit later. And with completing areas earlier than the October 31st deadline, that frees up additional staff that are, one, they're experienced, two, they are eager to continue working and we could, as needed, be able to shift people around. Bureau officials are optimistic about meeting this workload in a shorter window of time. Fontenot said that's because route optimization technology will allow enumerators to complete their work more efficiently. We believe that the new technology that we're using will help us collect the information in a more efficient way, and especially the routing technology that we're using. We have a program called the Optimizer that helps route our enumerators in the field to the most effective routes from address to address. As you realize, this is not a sequential address operation. They're going to where people haven't responded. So the system is able to take their time availability, data that we have on when people are most likely to be at home, and then schedule them to make their calls during that time frame. That is one of the operations that in every one of our tests has proven to be indispensable in terms of making our operation more efficient and more effective. And so we do anticipate that continuing once we roll the full operation out. 
Olson said the Bureau will launch a final push campaign this week that reminds households to self-respond before enumerators begin going door-to-door nationwide in August. While Congress appears willing to push back statutory deadlines for the Bureau to deliver redistricting and apportionment data, Bureau officials urge lawmakers to see that provision make it through the fiscal 2021 spending bill. Fontenot said that lawmakers and committee staffers have understood the need to extend those deadlines to ensure a complete and accurate 2020 count. He also said the Bureau is unable to meet its original statutory deadline at this point. We are past the window of being able to get those counts by those dates at this point. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.